13 minutes past six. Well, what's making news goes without saying. It is COVID-19. President Cyril Ramaphosa yesterday declaring the coronavirus as a state of disaster. And, uh, of course, he has then made some pronouncements on what should happen next in terms of government's plans to deal with this. But it doesn't just involve government. It is really you and I and where we go, the spaces we find ourselves in, and ultimately what we do. It's quite a job, I would imagine, for a state to have to come up with plans on how we can restrict the spread of this virus. At this point, 61 people tested positive for COVID-19 in South Africa, um, all of whom had seemingly traveled abroad, and we'll see how they recover over time. But joining us on the line is political analyst Ralph Matecha. I mean, with this national state of disaster, what does this mean for you and I going forward? Ralph, good morning. Good morning, Maud. Good morning to your listeners. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, a lot of us who are very annoyed by how long the president took to step up to the podium and address the nation. But it does go without saying, Ralph, that such decisions and plans don't just happen with the snap of a finger. There are processes. Just how intense is this in uh, deciding on what should happen next as a state? I mean, more. this is not an easy decision. Indeed, I have seen South Africans being worried about the uh, lack of response. And as you correctly say, it takes time to arrive at this decision. I mean, in a moment such as this, you are almost shutting down the economy. You are, you are undertaking a very severe travel ban. So in my life as a South African, I've never seen this. I've never seen this across the world. So you don't easily come out with this, especially when you are under pressure as where we are in South Africa with the economy under pressure. Mm. It takes time before you then realize that, look, this is a situation where now I have to activate the National Disaster Management Act, mm. which will allow government to coordinate platforms and forums through which they can respond to this crisis. So this is very serious, and it is usually the last uh, resort when it comes to managing the disaster. Mm-hmm. That is when you activate this act. And you are actually saying that you are going to restrict movement. It's not going to be business as usual. Hence, you need the law to be by your side as government, because you are also going to come into confrontation with citizens who are going to have to learn yeah. new habits of existing under this system. Yeah. I mean, of course, it is... Um an interministerial job this to try and come up with measures now in terms of enforcing some of these uh you know um uh, pronouncements i mean where where would we stand with that for example no gatherings with a hundred people plus and so on i mean are those things enforceable easily you know, it's not easy. That is why you need to come up with the law as government because people are going to say, hey, look, leave us. We don't want you to interfere. So you need the law where you can uh, literally uh, more. This is not a joke. You are actually limiting civil liberties mm. of the people. You are mm. saying to people that uh, uh, you can no longer meet. Uh, you, you are prescribing, actually, as government. So enforcement of a state of emergency or enforcement of a measure such as this where you are, you are, you are implementing uh, this kind of effort, it requires that you actually take tough measures, but you also communicate properly at the same time. It's not easy to police a nation and tell them that you can no longer gather in this number. It affects the economic livelihood of the people. What will people be doing with their lives? You're almost saying to people that you've got to bring it to a standstill for a while. So you need the law to be on your side. You also need the nation to understand it is in their own interest that you're doing this so that people can also understand and communicate with each other and help government. You cannot enforce it 
without government, no doubt, but you also need that cooperation of the people to understand it is in their own interest. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. if you look across many nations, people will postpone elections and mm-hmm. so forth. You need your citizens to understand why you are doing this. Mm-hmm. Ralph, we're seeing uh, new infections every day and not to be sort of a prophet of doom, but just uh, wondering if we see more people get infected. Um, will there be a need for disaster relief fund? And, and if so, looking at uh, our political setup and makeup, don't you have a fear perhaps that all that money might end up being swallowed up by corruption um, and will not reach us as it should? That is a very good point you're asking, the disaster fund and how you get to use it. I mean, when we budget in South Africa, uh, uh, the first thing we do is to also put aside the disaster fund before we can fund anything in government, because it is part of the constitutional requirement, it is part of the Public Finance Management Act requirement that we always put aside the money for unforeseeable circumstances. That is what we call the contingency fund, Mm -hmm. disaster fund, as you also call it. So that money is already there. It is just a question of taking a certain portion and seeing if you can put a certain amount to relief effort if you're going to make uh, some arrangement for small and medium enterprises those people that will be hard hit at the pockets i've seen some other countries outside the western countries are saying we want to try to relieve people france has done has is is smiling such kind of attempt just Mm. to say to people that you won't be working how do you get by so that money should be there but the question is to whether can you use it clean I mean, I have to say that it is going to be the same people who have been running government who are going to run the, oh. the disaster effort. One expect humanity to make people to understand that sure. let's put aside our wild ways and yeah. do it for the nation. Absolutely. That is just what one expects. But the state remains the same. Its attitude remains the same. It's just when we appeal to people's humanity that can you just be human with this money and help the nation? That's all. Well, we'll see what happens, Ralph, and uh, it's very important to get some perspective here, and we appreciate your time. Political analyst Ralph Matecha on just the president's announcements yesterday. Now, ultimately, what does this mean for you and I? I mean, we know schools will be shut as of Wednesday. Some parents might decide not to take kids to school as of today. A couple of universities also yeah. on lockdown, shut. How are this impact on your life will depend on what you do and who you are. And we'd love to know how this announcement will have a sort of impact and effect on your life in any way. Hashtag the morning flavor will open up the lines for phone line traffic. You know what? Sad as it is, everything about this COVID-19, I think um, after this, we're going to have to really take a look at how we're doing business and means of doing business. A lot of companies are actually going to realize that a lot of their employees can actually do the work from home. (laughs) And we need to start looking at ways of restructuring the way we do business. Well, uh, yeah, so much will come out of this, but we'd love to hear your thoughts as well. So please share with us and stay with us.